This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. This episode is going to be a little bit different than what you guys are used to. I am going to be reading an article written by a colleague of mine, and it is talking about individual player training and his thoughts, which I happen to share uh, a lot of the same viewpoints, um, but basically his thoughts on what players should be doing to improve themselves individually. And this is a hot topic, of course, and it, it... never really goes out of style, but uh, more so now than ever, it's a hot topic of what players should actually be doing for individual training. We at 343 obviously have our own beliefs. We've been subscribing, uh, or sorry, yeah, subscribing? I think that's the right word. Uh, Assigning homework, we'll put it that way. Uh, We've been assigning homework to our players for years and years and years. I know that Brian has done it with his teams, I've done it with my teams, and Ian Lane has also done it with his teams. And that is a very, very easy way to get your players to be working on their individual skills away from the organized team practices. So what you are about to hear is an article with some uh, modifications that I got approved by Ian. Uh, Him and I are actually together right now in North Carolina working at a 343 soccer camp. And so we sat in the lobby the other night and we discussed his article and we made a little uh, or a few adaptations to it just to uh, fit this uh, style for the podcast. But uh, with a few modifications, this is going to be Ian Lane's thoughts on individual player development. And if you guys would like to learn a little bit more about individual player development from a 343 perspective, there are articles on 343coaching.com that you can go back and check and search through the library of stuff that we've written over the years. There are other podcasts about it. You can uh, check out my interviews with Yael Averbush, with Tom Beyer, and a number of different episodes uh, with emphasis on individual player development. I'll link to all of that stuff on 343coaching.com. And while you are on 343coaching.com, you can also check out our coaching education programs. So we offer two different ones at the moment, and one of those is a free course. You can sign up for that and get a taste for how we do what we do and why we do what we do, I guess is a good way to put it. Uh, And then when you think you're ready, we also have the premium coaching course, which is a way deeper dive into the works of Brian Clyburn and how he has built one of the most dominant youth teams in American soccer history. Um, You can find all of that at 343coaching.com. All right, quick intro for this quick episode about individual player development. I hope you guys enjoy it. Coaches always want to try to find the players with a passion for the game and a hunger to improve on their own time because a good portion of any player's work should take place at home, meaning lots and lots of touches on the ball at varying intensities, distances, and using all surfaces of the foot. I would put pickup games, kicking a ball against a wall, juggling in the backyard, and different pieces of footwork through cones outside of the structured practices all in this category. The type of training one does the most will have a heavy influence on their style of play 
and on their own individual flavor. For instance, Musa Dembele, a center mid for Tottenham, is known for his ability to dribble even in a crowded midfield, an ability honed while playing pickup soccer as a player. He developed his own dribbling style this way. Quote, as a youngster in Antwerp, Dembele would play without goalposts, meaning the only way to score was stopping a ball on a line at either end of the pitch. This is where he developed that trademark turn that wouldn't look out of place in the figure skating world. With a drop of the shoulder and a chop back on the ball with the outside of his foot, Dembele regularly acts out Swan Lake with boots on. End quote. Another example is Sante Corzola, a player able to dribble, pass, shoot, even take set pieces with both feet. While players are encouraged to work on using both feet in every organized training session, that alone is not nearly enough to develop a world-class ability like Corzola's. Quote, I always preferred my right foot, he says. Ever since I was young, that was my preferred foot. Once, I was a little bit hurt in my right ankle, and therefore I started to use my left foot a lot more. What I would do after training is stay a half an hour and kick the ball against a wall with my weaker foot over and over again to make sure it gets stronger. And young players should remember that everything comes from the base of hard work, so never give up. Being able to use both feet was something that came quite naturally to me ever since I started playing. However, it's something I work on all of the time to make sure that the level never gets any lower. End quote. The pickup soccer culture isn't the same in America as it is in Brazil or the Netherlands. Players may struggle to find games to play in at a moment's notice here in the United States, but that shouldn't stop them from inviting their friends over to play, or trying to organize games on their own, or from just going to find a wall and just playing by themselves. Side note, I coach a U12 player who will play with grown men on Fridays at a park just to get a game in. Playing in the backyard with parents or siblings, getting the neighbors out to play, or organizing games at lunchtime at school are also good alternatives. I would also include joining a futsal team, a Sunday league team, indoor team in this category of informal slash pickup play. Regardless of the method, players need to find a way to get thousands and thousands of touches on a ball at home and outside of the structured team training sessions. Kicking a ball against a wall is another staple in every soccer culture out there as a free way to get lots and lots of reps and get a feel for the ball with both feet and every surface of both feet. Passing and shooting technique, first touch, receiving the ball to turn, juggling against a wall, the possibilities are limitless. The main function of this type of training is to eliminate the ball as a variable in the decision-making process. At the professional level, when the ball is passed towards a player, they don't need to think about how they will control it, which foot they will use, how to counteract the spin on the ball. All of those details are processed instantly because of all of the time they have spent with the ball their entire lives. And this is backed up by a study of Neymar's brain activity while moving his foot versus other soccer players, athletes, and just people from the regular population. There's a link to that study on 343coaching.com. This, fee, or this uh, frees up players to focus on the positioning of the opposition, the position of their teammates, where the goal is, etc. And we have all seen a young player receive the ball under pressure and turn right into a defender. We all know the player made a poor decision, but more often than not, it is because they had to focus so much attention on controlling the ball that they were unable to perceive the defender closing them down. For younger players, 
up until maybe ages 12 to 14, depending on the level, it is my opinion that most of their time outside of team training should be spent on training on their own, getting thousands and thousands of extra touches and hours worth of work involving activities that have been discussed already in this article. Just the player and a ball should be enough most of the time, along with a wall, some form of pickup, and other informal play peppered in. The dirty little secret about player development is that so much of it happens at home with the kid and the parents away from a coach and away from organized play. Somebody like Messi or Neymar or Hazard didn't develop to a world-class level because they played for the local academy three times a week for 90 minutes a session when they were 10 years old. Coaching, yes, coaching, absolutely plays a role in developing these players, but it is simply the tip of the iceberg. Right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 343 podcast. Thank you to Ian Lane for allowing me to read his work on the podcast and feature some of his thoughts. I hope that you guys enjoyed that quick little mini podcast, I guess you'd say, on individual player development. And if you want more about individual player development, team development, or just thoughts on soccer, a good place that has been consistent over many, many, many years with their thoughts on how we can be developing better American soccer players. You can find a whole bunch of stuff on 343coaching.com. That is where you can find more episodes of this podcast. You can find our free coaching course, and you can also find our premium coaching course, which is a big, huge, deep dive into the development process of one of this country's best youth teams. Some of you might be familiar with Tom Beyer, who focuses all of his time on individual player development, especially at the youngest ages of development. And Tom actually went ahead and took one of our online courses. So here is how Tom felt about his experience taking one of the 343 courses. And I can tell you, after someone who's done a lot of coaches' education, both as a student as an instructor, that you will learn more by watching one or two of their videos that you might learn on any full-time course. Because the, the one thing that I like about what they're presenting is, again, it's simplicity method. It's very simple. It's not a lot of, you know, complicated words. It makes sense. And it goes right directly to the heart of, of, of the game on, on, on how, to, how to develop. Um, not just, you know, individual players, but develop teams as well. And once again, you can find all of that plus more on 343coaching.com. It's the numbers 343coaching, all spelled out, dot com. All right. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys next time here on the 343 Podcast.